Welcome to Camden Cast. I'm Tanvi. I'm Erin. This is our Seventh Heaven podcast. On today's episode of Camden Cast, we will be discussing season 10, episode 21 of Seventh Heaven. The title is Goodbye, Part 1. The IMDb user synopsis is The wedding preparations inspire Simon's parents to reminisce about when they were all much younger. After Rose tells Simon she's late, he prays as passionately that he will make the right decision about starting a family as he did when his wish for a dog was granted almost miraculously. Simon is disappointed that nearly nobody wants to attend his wedding. Rose somehow blames Umberto and keeps the doubts alive while her divorced parents habitually blame each other and fear she shotguns Simon. At the rehearsal dinner, charming teenage waiter Paul surprises Ruthie. He's from Edinburgh and dates her. Okay, so what was your first impression of this episode? He's from Edinburgh and dates her. That's not... No, that's not true. That's not true. Just debunking the myths. Um, so... Our... I think, um... I don't know if we discussed this on air, or if, like, we discussed it off air. Oh, yeah. But, um... Um, I think our conclusion is that they didn't renew 7th Heaven for an 11th season until the... All of this aired. No, they did I'm pretty sure... I'm almost positive they did not, um... So, well, also because they, they named these episodes goodbye, goodbye, and it's very much like looking back and yeah. reminiscing, and it's the so that, yeah. That's what my first impression basically is. Is this base? This does seem like a. It actually really does fit, seem like a fitting end to the series. The way that they're wrapping everything up, they're doing a lot of parallels between episode one and episode this episode <laughs> <laughs> um, that we're talking about right now, and which we'll talk about in the episode. But it it, it I don't know. It it's like a nice like coming full circle, harmonious kind of thing. Um, and which really, like, makes me sad because I know that season 11 won't do any of that. Nope. Um, but, like... But, like, and also, I just, in the broader, like... Okay, so this was the last season that the WB existed. So I think that, in some respect, they renewed it because they were, like, the with the transition to the CW... Right. They wanted to have some shows that had, like, a built-in fan base to carry over and maybe get those viewers to, like, try these new shows that the CW would be um, premiering. Mm-hmm. But it just doesn't make s- Like, this was over. This was ten, 10 years, and it was very much over, and they really, like... I don't know. They shouldn't have renewed it because... They just don't. Just to try to be, like, bring a successful show to this, like, new network. They don't, they didn't, I feel like what this episode really hammered in for me is that they no longer have stories to tell. The only person that they could potentially tell stories for is Ruthie, but they really put her through, like, I don't think they can, like, come up with anything unique or exciting for her anymore anyway. Um, but they've told everybody else's stories, and... Yeah, like, Mary's divorced, Lucy and Kevin are just gonna live happily ever after and keep having babies. They're just gonna mimic the Rev and Annie kind of dynamic, you yeah. you know? And Simon, and now Simon's getting married, there's really no other stories to tell. I mean, if this show was any other show, I'd be like, yeah, let's let's bring it on, because they could do a bunch of things, like... But, you know, this show doesn't believe in a lot of things, so... Yeah, it's just like the marital bliss storyline yeah. is the only one they want to tell, so... It's like, people getting married, people getting pregnant... They'd have to do, like, oh, wait, I've seen this. Actually, there's this fanfic that, like, people would want, like, people wanted, like, a time jump to basically follow Lucy and Kevin. So, like, get their kids to be old enough to have their own storylines. Um, so, basically, just repeating the whole formula right. over again. Right. of Like, oh, like, 10 years down the line, Lucy and Kevin have all these kids. They're, like, 15 years down the line. Um, and, like, how do they how do they handle it? 
So um, that is one thing that the fan base would have wanted. Yeah, but I think this was a fitting end, so it's kind of... I'm kind of dreading what season 11 is going to bring us, but let's get into the episode. So we start with uh, basically a replica of the first ever scene in 7th Heaven history, which is Annie and the Rev realizing it's Saturday, and it's their designated sex time, and they're getting ready to have their sex when all the kids basically oh, wait. come into they, the door. They kept calling it sleeping in, yeah. but it like some sometimes when the Rev was saying it, it sounded like he was saying slipping in, which I was like... <laughs> But, um, anyway, uh, that's just, yeah. I, I thought it would have, like, I think that that was a, an intentional choice on, um, Stephen Kahn's part, because make, making it sound like he was saying slipping in. Just wanted one last joke to get in there. Yeah. Um, so all the kids knock on the door and come in, and all the kids, I mean, like, the twins, Savannah and Kevin and Lucy, because those are the people that are left. Right, and the Rev, like, coyly reminds Lucy, like, Hey, do you guys remember what you used to have for breakfast when your mom and I would sleep in? And Lucy was like, oh, yeah, we would go make our own. And then Lucy, like, gets the hint. Yeah. And she's like, oh, everybody, let's go downstairs and make breakfast. And then the Rev and Annie get to have their sleep slipping in. <laughs> Jesus. So that's the gold open. Um, there's not really many storylines in this episode. It's just, you know, like, a little, like, reminiscing episode. So we'll get through this pretty quickly. Um, so Ruthie... Ruthie's entire shtick, entire shtick this episode is that she has her period, and she has cramps, and she's taking care of Savannah, and it's kind of like, it's supposed to mirror, like, oh, like, kind of, a little bit of, like, Lucy getting her period for the first time. Um, we also get, like, a, a bit of Ruthie talking to the twins about how, like, her relationship with Simon has completely changed. Which is actually pretty true. I feel like the first, what, three, four seasons, Simon and Ruthie were... Or like, inseparable, yeah. yeah. Um, and now you don't see them together or even having many conversations at all anymore. I mean, well, he's away at college, so there's, like... Obviously, we've only really yeah. seen him interacting with, like, Rose and obviously Lucy with the whole Sandy storyline. But didn't they have a moment um, a few episodes ago, maybe in the middle of the season, when Simon was home at a certain point and they were dealing with the whole Martin-Sandy drama? They did, uh, like, I feel like they did have, like, some kind of sit-down and heart-to-heart, but um, it obviously wasn't that memorable. Um, so we have a flashback of when, you know, like, Happy was learning tricks with Ruthie and Simon, and Ruthie kind of reminiscing about that. And this leads us to basically the biggest thing that happens to Ruthie in this episode is that she meets Paul. The waiter, um, who is from Edinburgh, and he's living in Glen Oak. Because he's, going, he's to going to college there, but he's only 17, and his parents thought it would be good for him to live in sunny California, and for some reason, they, like, exchange information, and they're like, let's hang out this summer in Scotland, um, and that's it. Yeah, fun fact, the actor who plays the Scottish boy is surprisingly not Scottish, he is English, and you can tell from his horrid accent that he is. Well, it was just, like, Shrek. Yeah. So, um, and just what a coincidence that, <laughs> that he happened to be working Simon's wedding or, like, rehearsal dinner. Yeah. Um, so that's where we leave that. 
next, we'll talk about the Rev and Annie, um, who, uh, when we get back from the cold open, they reminisce about the last one of the last times they did this, which is apparently ten years ago. <laughs> um, and we get the first scene of the show. Where did the twins come from? <laughs> um, which is everybody knocking on the door and coming in until Matt is like, guys, you know what day it is. You know what the parents do this time. And they all, like, leave and... The Rev and um, Matt have a little, like, uh, moment. Well, I don't think that, like, this was just, like, uh, oh, the... (laughs) (laughs) Like, they they weren't reminiscing on, like, the last time this happened. They're just, like, oh, how did the kids get so big? Everybody's so, like, mature and moved on with their lives. And, like, they just recount, like, basically where everybody's at in their life and how... They can't believe how, how time f- flew so quickly. The pet, like, you know, 10 years went by just like that. Um, so we have, like, this. There, there's still this conversation of do you think, are you happy that Rose and Simon are getting married? Do you think they're actually going to get married? Um, and this keeps on going, basically, because Simon, like, we'll talk about this later, he drops this kind of bombshell to his parents and um, I guess really the highlight for Annie and the Rev in this episode is um, meeting Rose's parents. Oh, uh, it's not really a highlight. <laughs> Whatever. They're kind of... So, like, we get the idea... I don't know if this is supposed to be before or after... This is before the, the rehearsal dinner. No, it's after the rehearsal dinner. No, it's before because they're eating appetizers. Because remember the, oh, the father... Oh, they've had the rehearsal. They yeah. haven't had the oh, dinner. Yeah, the father is like, I can't wait for dinner because the appetizers are so good. Yeah. But anyway, for some reason, the only people that are around you know, near the dinner table are the parents. Um, and we have this conversation with Annie and Rose's mother that Rose's mother is like, oh, you know, Rose thinks she's pregnant, but I think she's lying just to, like, make sure that Simon goes through the, with the wedding. Um, on the flip side, Rose's father echoes this sentiment to the Rev. Um, and I don't know, like, Annie and Rose's mother are talking about menopause and how it gives them a license to live. And, oh, and there's, like, actually some weird stuff that yeah. Rose's mother says. And that she's like, oh, you and your husband, like, she's basically like, I know that you and your husband still have a very active sex life because my daughter told me. And I was like, why is Rose telling her parents about her future in-law's active sex life? So, like, I guess Rose's mother is, like, looking for tips about, like, keeping a romance alive, especially um. later in life. Whereas um, Rose's dad is like, they haven't even lived together properly, and it's important to live together before you get married. Whereas the Rev is like, I do not condone that kind of behavior. Um, And it's just awkward for everyone involved. Um, There's not really much happening. No. Uh, I guess the the next biggest storyline other than the main one is a Lucy Kevin one. Uh, Remember, Lucy is pregnant. I keep on forgetting. Um, And they're finally going to find out the sex of their child. Um, Kevin is convinced that it's a boy. So does everybody else. Uh, We do not actually find out what the sex of the the child is. I know that you've spoiled this for me already. Did I? Maybe. I don't think I did. Well, everyone says it's a... Everyone kept saying it's a boy, so now it's in my head that it's a boy. I don't know. Okay. (laughs) Uh, but they don't want to reveal what the sex is. Oh, you know what I did? I think it's a girl, yeah. actually. <laughs> um, I, thought it, I thought you said you told me it was twins. Oh, shit, yeah, that's what happens. With, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what you... Um, they don't well, want... Like, they're still... Like, 
It's still a boy and it's still a girl. A gender twin. Yeah, it's both. (laughs) Um, Um, Who knows? It could be, I guess. um, So they, but they don't want to like steal the spotlight from uh, Rose on her wedding day. So they're waiting to actually give the news to everybody else. Um, We don't really know if it is twins, but that's what we're speculating here. Yeah. Um, That's, uh, Lucy has a flashback to like her first period. Period, yeah. And like when... Mary told her to stand on, like, stand on her head or whatever to get her period to come faster. Kevin is made very uncomfortable by women's periods. That's, oh, like, yeah. all we get, like, um, so it's unfortunate that he's got a daughter, I guess. <laughs> I and we also... It's going to be some tough times ahead for him. We have a sweet moment, actually, between Lucy and, and Simon, as Simon's getting more and more nervous about the wedding, and Lucy kind of, like, calms his nerves and is a very nice, like, big sister figure in this episode. Um, but the main storyline is... Rose and Simon. Um, They're so, expecting. Yeah, yeah. So Rose is late. Now... Which uh, is the way that you, like, would, yeah. you know, in, in TV shows where, like, I don't know. I don't know why they do this. Mm-mm, I have no idea. Just say, like, I think I might be pregnant. <laughs> um, yeah. Why do you have to make it a thing? Like, like a game. It's not I'm a game. late. Because the, there's always the, like, misunderstanding. Like, in this episode, she says, I'm late. And Simon is like, well, then hurry up and tell me what you need to so you can go. <laughs> like, um, no, I already did. I'm late. Um, so there's a couple of potential things in, in play here. One is that Rose doesn't think that Simon want, it, like is going to go through with marrying her. So she's lying or, like, fibbing uh, in order to keep him and then like well like you know to make sure that he does marry her and then like after the marriage will be like oh shit i got my period it was just stress um or she actually is pregnant um those are the alternatives she either is or she is not Uh, (laughs) so and then like simon i think this casts some doubt on simon's um i don't know like his willingness or like his he's like really like oh shit you know i'm going for forward with this wedding and then, like, if she's actually pregnant, within, like, a few months, we'll have a baby, and everything is happening very quickly. And also, the whole thing was, like, they were, like, they're still in college, and they were, like, going to get wait to get married to finish college. And now it's, like, ah, shit, I'll be trying to finish college with the baby. And, like, this comes up, too, because the Rev is, like, oh, well, Simon says he's, like, going to go to law school. And Ruthie's, like, yeah, but he, like, didn't, he took incompletes in two of his classes. So, like, is he actually going to do that? And the Rev is, like, ah, oh, it's a minor setback. But obviously having a baby and trying to complete college and do all of these other things make this is more difficult. Yes. Um, it's not impossible, but it's just difficult. Difficult. And um, so, yeah, I think that that's like just supposed to like be like Simon is a little bit unsure now of how fast, how quickly things are, are starting to move in his life. Um, and like the user synopsis said, he does pray to dog God. Um, to, like, try to make him sure, I guess. And then he goes to the Rev, and he has, like, a brief, like... I should... Oh, yeah, he has this conversation with the Rev where he's like, I want to be, like, the best husband I can be and the best father I can be, and, like, going on, and the Rev is like, who are you trying to convince? Because it sounds like you're trying to convince yourself. So I actually like this analogy between, like, Simon of yesteryear and Simon of now. Uh, the flashback is obviously, like, as Aaron said, it's the same as him praying to to get a dog and him praying to figure out if this is what he should be doing. But, um, so he says, like, remember how I was really irresponsible with all the pets I had before Happy, but when I got Happy, I was really responsible with her, and I still am. 
And he's kind of equating that to all of his past relationships <laughs> and, and, how, and how Rose would be the happy equivalent and that he'd like take care of Rose. And so he, so he keeps on asking, do you think I'm responsible? Do you think I'm responsible? So the Rev is very honest with him and says, I think you're getting there. And this is basically when he, like the Rev and Annie find out that he, that Rose may or may not be pregnant, which yes, I get that's like, that's, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, Simon throughout this, like is, it seems like he was okay with the wedding. Then he finds out about the baby or the potential baby and is like feeling a little doubt about it. I don't know. I don't know if you agree with this, but I thought he was acting weird this entire episode. It was almost like he was acting like a sociopath. I thought he was acting really like he was going to call off the wedding. Yeah, yes. Yeah. But, which is what we've kind of seen for the entire season, I guess. But, I don't know. It's just the... Uh... <laughs> um, we also learn that he's very sad because nobody's actually coming to this wedding. Uh, Matt and Sarah aren't coming. Mary, because she cannot show her face because she is divorced. She doesn't want anyone to see her because she's divorced. <laughs> Aunt Hank, Aunt, Aunt Hank, Aunt Julie, <laughs> and Uncle Hank are not coming either. Um, you know. His name was Hank? Yeah, Uncle Hank. Hank, what was it? Dr... Yeah. Hastings, Hank yeah, Hastings, Hank Hastings. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, Aunt Julie aren't going because they have to go drive the Colonel and Ruth to, from Buffalo to New York, and it's just you know like who's nobody's coming to this wedding. He kind of feels unsupported, um, and also with everybody thinking it's about to be canceled. And on top of that, Umberto is still very much a factor. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> for some reason, you... <laughs> in the middle of this like whole drama about whether or not she's pregnant, Rose is like, this is all your fault, Umberto. If you had only married me when you were supposed to, I wouldn't be in this mess. Which, like, is probably not something you should be saying the day before your wedding and to she... someone else. And there's also this other like side thing where she was like, I had sex with you, and I didn't want to have sex with anyone for the rest of my life. And he's like, you were 18, and I was 19. <laughs> and it's like, what is this? They're, I don't know why they've created this kind of, like this plot here where you basically before because i'm rooting for rose and umberto and not for rose and simon and i'm not rooting for umberto because like everything he says it's like so like over the top he's like his delivery of all his lines but like it they they're the exact contrast contrast of each other umberto's family loves rose which is where simon's family doesn't umberto and rose like seem to get along way better and seem to have way more chemistry than Rose and Simon ever have. I feel like... But Annie loves Rose now. As of three episodes ago, <laughs> Annie cannot live without Rose. <laughs> yeah, so much so that Ro- Annie tells Rose all about her sex life. Apparently. They've moved really quickly <laughs> since they became close. Um, so yeah, the this episode ends basically with Rose, Umberto, and Simon kind of confronting each other. And Simon says, like, if this baby happens, you or something like that. And Rose is like, if you don't even want this baby. And neither of them seem to be happy about this potential baby or this potential marriage. And Umberto has the last word of the episode when he sighs and throws up his hands he's and like, sits down. Like, uh. um, and that is goodbye. Part one. Part one. Um, what would you rate it? Mm, 2.5. Yeah, I usually write the first part of season finales uh, high, but this was, like, a fail, so... We can only go up from here. Um, I think I'd probably give it... Uh, you know what? I'll give it a three. It's whatever. It was average. A little below average. The next episode is pretty comical. So, if you would like to listen to Goodbye Part 2... It's called Thank You, and Thank You, I think. Uh, okay. 
I think <laughs> I think Amazon Prime has it listed as Goodbye Part Two. But, oh, okay, okay. Um, we'll check IMDb. Anyway, um, you can listen to that um, on SoundCloud.com/slash CamnoCast on the Apple iTunes Podcast app and on Stitcher. If you would like to see social media things, you can follow us on facebook.com slash CamdenCast. Um, on Instagram and Twitter, our handle is at CamdenCastShow. And you can email us at CamdenCast at gmail.com. I'm Erin. I'm Tammy. This is CamdenCast. Cast.